Do you aspire to become a responsible leader? How do you see yourself now as a young man? Learning from challenges is one thing, but getting opportunities is another. If you're a young man who wants to learn about personal growth, life lessons, and leadership, tune in to Essential 11, Shaping Leaders Among Leaders. Hey, how's it going? Sorry about that. Uh, I, I thought the podcast was at 4 p.m., but I, I've got uh, several podcasts to do, so I, have, I got my... Dude, that's what happens when you're popular, bro. You know, <laughs> when you're a popular guy, when you're a man amongst men, um, that stuff happens. No, it's all good, man. I appreciate it. We're pumped to have you on, man. This is great. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So I just want to make sure, because this is the first time you and I have actually gotten to, to chat chat. And so I just want to make sure to give you full context of, uh, of everything we got going down too, man, just to make sure. And then uh, we'll just kind of get after it because we want to hear about you and hear from you. And um, so long story short, I build the best schools in the world. And uh, I've got a bunch that I'm putting together in California. I got some friends of mine that are actually on this call who've met you who are doing the same out in Virginia, uh, which is rad. A couple guys on here that said, oh, man, I went to Mitch's fight, um, which is cool. Uh, Got that, the podcast, The Essential 11. We've had just superstars from all over the world, actors, athletes, entrepreneurs, um, and it's all about pouring into the young people and advice they would give, kind of tribe of mentor style. And then Tim and I, Tim Kennedy and I, uh, have put together the Apogee Strong program, which is the mentorship for young men all around the world. And so that's what we've got. You know, we've got a bunch of these young guys on the call right now. These are guys that are part of that program. And uh, we just run these simultaneously as an episode of the Essential 11 as well. So you and I get to chat a little bit and we get to hear about you. And then these young leaders here um, will throw some questions your way as well. Very cool. Um, that's, that's cool to hear. What, uh, what kind of schools do you, uh, you know, what's, is it mentorship essentially? Mentorships. So, yes, we got the mentorship is is the the separate part, and that's something Tim and I are specifically doing just for just for young men, good men pouring into into young men. You know, I mean that's that's it. Um, but the schools are co-ed K through twelve, um, but students are driving their own academics. They're starting businesses um, from the age of five up to eighteen, taking those businesses into perpetuity. We got kids making all kinds of. Uh, all kinds of money and essentially we're getting to the point where the kids are running the program so the kids are running the school so um, and they're running them at a very high level uh which is which is rad so yeah it's it's the best man it that's awesome best. yes sir well so, um uh, you yeah for me uh my name is mitch aguiar um i'm 32 years old i was a uh, navy seal for 10 years uh joined right out of high school um did that for, for a while and it was fun and started fighting, um, on the weekends d during active duty, my active duty time, just as a hobby, you know, uh, I was training jujitsu and, and, um, you know, again, just kind of as a hobby started competing in it, doing very well and started fighting, um, and started doing very well in fighting, uh, was ranked number one on the East coast in two different weight classes was a champion, um, you know, in our, uh, MMA league here, which is, you know, one of the biggest on the East coast for sure. And, uh, was a 10 time defending champion. Um, and like I said, two different weight classes, 170, 170 and 185. Um, <clears throat> uh, was just doing it as a hobby and um, started getting kind of a lot of recognition for it. Started my social media as a way to 
uh, give back to sponsors um, that were sponsoring me for my fighting. And uh, my following started to kind of just organically grow. You know, I didn't hate that um, or anything, anything like that, but kind of grew. And uh, I started selling my fight t-shirts. Um, I made a website, started selling fight t-shirts because, because people in my following, you know, were requesting, they wanted my, my yeah. fight and I thought it was kind of strange because I'm like, man, you guys don't even know me. You know, <laughs> I thought video was kind of weird, you know. And uh, so started selling the T-shirts and um, making some side money, you know. And I've kind of always been an entrepreneur at heart. And, you know, at the time I was, you know, living paycheck to paycheck in the yeah. SEAL team and uh, thought this was a cool extra, you know, way to make extra money. And um started my own little clothing kind of apparel brand and selling t-shirts out of my bedroom just on the side and you know that kind of quickly grew and um and then eventually like a year and a half into selling t-shirts I, I uh was just again building my instagram following up and i was trying to really gain more of a following to sell more t-shirts and um in the midst of that i uh, I didn't have anything to post one day. So I just kind of posted my morning routine and these, uh, these essentially supplements that I take and, and everything. And everybody was, you know, very interested in it. And I put, you know, laid everything out there and kind of said, Hey, this is what I do. And I use this in ways to, you know, I fast, uh, for, you know, I do, uh, 10, five to 10 days fasting routines where, I don't eat any food and I just take my superfood supplements and train really hard and, and as a way to, you know, kind of forge mental toughness and discipline and also cut weight, you know, it, I found it was a really good way to cut weight for my fights and, you know, still drop a ton of weight, still have energy to train hard and feel good. So, uh, I started doing that for my, for my weight cuts and, um, you know, I was competing all the time. So I was doing it a lot and just sharing it. And a lot of people took it on themselves to, you know, uh, do it for weight loss in general, you know, larger people, especially that, you know, uh, like my little brother, for instance, he was, a he's, he lost 110 pounds using wow. my method or whatever. So, um, and my supplements. So that, well, at the time they weren't my supplements cause yeah. I took like different brands of supplements and eventually uh you know there was so much interest in it that and I was just getting bombarded with questions all the time and I didn't none of these companies sponsored me I had no affiliation yeah. with them, whatever and I tried to just make it as simple as possible lay it all out there for everyone to go get and do themselves and um eventually I was just getting you know non-stop questions about it so out of kind of annoyance I just <laughs> I was like you know what I'm gonna pick my own product and, uh, you know, make it all in one and simple, you know, try and uh, make my life a little simpler. And that was my whole intention with it and ended up kind of blowing up. And, um, you know, and then once I, you know, all of a sudden I found myself, you know, with a supplement product. And then I was, well, if I made this supplement, I might as well make all of the supplements that I take. Why not? You know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then it's just kind of, I took, you know, sort of the same approach that we, um, that's, you know, the same approach that, uh, I took 
are we taking the SEAL teams? It's, it's kind of just like, you know, uh, how, how you do anything is how you do everything and excellence is the only acceptable standard. So um, just did the best I could with the supplements, you know, best ingredient, try and do the best of everything, you know, and, um, and it led to, to a, a very, you know, quickly large growing supplement company, you know, and, uh, and never, never anticipated this, never planned for it, never, uh, you know, but it's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, it is awesome, man. And Dude. I got more into it and, you know, I'm definitely enjoying it for sure. So, hey, can you call Jen? Call Jen. I don't know. Um, no. Uh, so, anyway, uh, yeah, just Congrats. just myself, you know, in this position and ran yeah. with it. Uh, rad, man. Well, definitely enjoying it. Dude, that's uh, – I love to hear there's a lot that I want to – there's a lot I want to unpack there. I love that, man, because I first – I think I even first found you um, – it was something you posted might've even been through a hash. I don't know, but it was something on the entrepreneurial side. It was something on the free, you know, what I, one of the things I love about you too, is you're very much a proponent of freedom. And that is a huge part of, of very much. we are a very much man. And, and us too, the schools we build are all around freedom as well. Um, you know, we haven't been playing with this lockdown. Soon. Yeah. And uh, we just, we've been rocking and rolling, man. We just been going and our kids have been thriving. Um, yeah. you know, because that, freedom is my favorite F word, man. And I know you're in that same vein too. Um, so I think I found you through the freedom, you know, kind of movement, if you will. And, uh, and really the entrepreneurship side and the, and the smashing green side and seeing the success, but seeing you run with that, somebody told me, it was probably just a couple of weeks ago. And I wish I remember who it was. And I don't remember if somebody told me physically or if I read it, to be honest, but somebody said, you have, every man has an average of seven once in a lifetime opportunities. And they are almost never ready to take advantage of any of them. And I look at your journey and go, man, <laughs> tackling the seals jumping in and doing mixed martial arts. Like we talked to these guys about collecting experiences, right? So the SEALs, mixed martial arts, and then coming upon all of a sudden, now I've got a following. All of a sudden they're asking me these questions and taking advantage of now, you know, what can be considered this life, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity of growing this business, growing this company. Um, you're ready to take advantage of these opportunities, man. Um, and I, I appreciate that from just a human being perspective to so many people don't take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of them. We're afraid. Yeah. Fear. And I, I think, I think a lot of that is fear, you know, um, it, it, you know, cause everything I've done, you know, there's the fear of failure there, but I, I really don't focus on that. Um, you know, and I don't give a shit if I fail something, you know, if I, if I fail, okay, well, that sucks. I'll try again if I want to, or on to the next thing, you know, like you just, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And, right. you know, um, like a quote I recently came across that I really enjoyed was, uh, and, and I don't know if, if this is who originally made the quote or not, but this is who I heard it from. Um, so if you, uh, don't be afraid to set your bar high or too high and fail to reach it, be afraid of setting your bar too low and successfully reaching it. And that was I heard George, George St. Pierre said that. Um, and you know, that, that to me is, is an excellent, um, quote, you know, yeah. and way to live your life. Uh, I I'm definitely one 
to take chances, take risks. And if they pan out, awesome. And uh, they don't, oh, well, like it's not the end of the world. I love it, man. I love it. I wish more people had that mentality. I love GSP is one of my favorite, one of my favorite dudes ever actually before, right before we got on, we were talking about Jeremy Horn and stuff to actually have a GSP and Jeremy Horn story. Cause I met them both. The first time I met both of them was actually the same, the same day. Um, but just rad, rad human beings. Um, but I love that. I love that mentality, man. That's, that's really kind of it. The, you know, school system, culture, whatever you have, we are, we are telling people to keep that bar low. We have these young men who are here. And one of the things that I tell these guys all the time is the world is literally clamoring for mediocrity. Oh yeah. It is clamoring for mediocrity. And it tells these young guys like here, man, here is your bar. It's ridiculously low. And everybody is just rushing to meet that. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just, let's sit and play video games all day. Let's not work out. Let's eat these Franken foods. Let's just be, um, you know, average looks really, really sexy. Um, because it just looks like fun and it just looks like, you know, laziness and people aren't willing to try anything anymore, man. You know, it's so easy to stand out. You're definitely spot on with that. And, you know, with me, the whole mindset is everything. Um, you know, that, that comes from my own personal experience and it's not even that I've done these crazy feats or anything like that. You know, I'm, I'm not like a David Goggins, Wim Hof, you know, Cameron Haynes type, those, yeah, yeah. you know, percent of the one percenters type you know yeah. uh but on paper you know if you look at my resume or whatever it's you know to the average person it, it looks you know pretty like impressive or that i've done more than the average person and yeah. you know becoming a navy seal becoming an mma champion becoming an entrepreneur a successful entrepreneur you know yeah. uh whatever these things i know you know i know me I know that I'm not special. I'm not like this freak of nature or whatever. You know what I mean? Like when, when people look at these types of successful people, they think, man, that, that person's different than I am. Yep. You know? um, sorry, got a phone call. Uh, that person's different than I am. And, you know, it's, it must be easier for them or whatever, you know, uh, but it's, literally it just comes down to effort you know i've just continuously given effort consistently giving given effort and showed up and attempted these things like you know i don't know if i'm going to fail i don't know if i'm going to succeed whatever but i'm willing to try it and i'm willing to give effort and you know when you show up and you give effort you know consistently you will you're bound to have results you know um and i tell people all the time you get what you give so give more, you know, like, and that goes for anything in life. And, you know, the whole mindset is everything. Like if, if that's your mindset, you know, then you're going to, you're going to do, you're going to achieve things. You're going to be successful. Um, You know, and that's kind of what it boils down to. And I, I know that I'm not special. I'm not anything. I'm, I'm Mitch. I'm, I just grew up and tried some stuff, you know, that's it. But you tried it with a little more effort and with a lot more consistency than other people. Yeah. That's it. I love that you said that. That's the key word, man. We talk about that all the time. You know, I, I work with entrepreneurs and, and businesses all over the, all over the world. We've got our schools, we've got the mentorship program and I, but I make the majority of my money speaking and consulting with, with companies all over the world. And, and what you find out is these companies ended up making it 
you know, you always hear the 90 some odd percent of businesses fail after, you know, X amount of time or whatever. And, and that probably is true. The companies that make it, it's because the owners, the stakeholders, they just pushed longer. Yeah. It's yeah. And I, so many people have crappy ideas. They, these I, guys pushed. I can see that just from being, uh, yeah. uh, you know, starting my own business. And yeah. I realized that business is just one, you are inevitably going to just constantly run into problems. Mm -hmm. It is, it's one problem after the next. And, and being a CEO is just problem solving. That's all like business is, is, is coming to problems and solving them. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's ridiculously hard in the sense it requires a ton of effort. It's not ever smooth. It's not easy. And it, when it is great, take it and enjoy it. But, understand that it's not going to be and that's okay and you just have to be willing to continuously give effort and and try and try your best to solve those problems work with the hand you're dealt you know and don't yeah. bitch about cry about right. it because that's not going to do anything that's to right. help or help it you know um so that that's that's, that's right. definitely something that i've learned yeah, man. In the, the C, I love what you said that CEOs, you know, you're, you're technically, you're a fire putter outer, man. I mean, that's it. Like you are just, it is, it's exactly that. It's problems after problems, after problems, after problems. And it, the buck ultimately stops with you. So you're ultimately the one who's putting out all of these, you know, all of these fires on a daily basis and it does yeah. not stop. It ends up being, you know, it can be a, a lonely kind of thing at times. People want to talk about the sexiness of it, but dude, it's, it's, it's work. It's consistent work. Yeah. And you, have to, you have to have conviction in, in your decisions, you know? Um, and you know, my advice to other CEOs or people trying to start a business. And if you have team members, you know, like you know, your perspective is only one perspective. Your ideas are only your ideas. Your, your one brain is yours. Like, but use your collective group Man. and, and communicate you know hear hear what maybe they're seeing from their side or whatever maybe they're seeing something that you're not don't let your ego you know uh your way or the highway or my way is the only way or the best way or whatever because it might not be you might learn something from you know the uh the the most junior person or whatever um so that's right that's something that i've you know learned in the seal teams as well and and carried over into business yeah. and oh, good man where do you think that, where for you did that mindset come from? So like growing up, did you grow up in Virginia? Are you from there originally? I, yeah, I'm from Virginia beach originally, but I, I live in New beach, Maryland, Ohio. I moved around a lot as a kid. Okay. Um, so where that mindset, did you develop that pretty? I mean, obviously you said you went in, you know, you went into seals straight after, straight after high school. So, I mean, you, you came in as an 18 year old young man with a, yeah. with a mindset that was different than everybody else what do you attribute that to is part of that is it a dna thing did you have were your parents pouring into you growing up was that something I, you had to, like where does that I, come from yeah i would say you know um i've been recently talking about this a lot i just talked about this on another podcast um you know i i feel very fortunate that my parents um you know put in effort into me yeah. in and you know um instilling values and and hard work in me and you know and you know giving effort you know it's it's not okay to be lazy it's not okay to to do the minimum it you know if you're sweeping a floor make sure you sweep it to the best of your ability like you know um and respect and you know uh 
competitiveness as well, you know, being a winner and um, not being a fucking pussy, you know, <laughs> and not soft, not being mediocre. Uh, so, you know, I think I grew up, you know, giving effort and caring and being competitive and, and trying to be the best at what I do. And, you know, that I think definitely helped me forge, forge the mindset at even, even at 18 years old, yep. you know, and buds, obviously that's, that's a huge test. And then, uh, it helps forge you into a whole different kind of beast. And then the SEAL teams is just even more amplified, you know, and a, even, you know, it's just a huge cutthroat environment and where you're surrounded by elite people, you know, that are driven that are motivated that is that aren't fucking around yep. you know um and performance is above everything you know it doesn't matter there the standard doesn't lower the stand you either meet the standard or you go away the yep. standard drop for you and that's and that's what you know and that that is a constant so you either fucking perform and, and rise the occasion and step your shit up or you get the fuck out and yep. it's because you know in the seal teams there's no room for error that because uh you know it's life and death yeah. you know these the situations that we're in and even the training you know so um there is no there is no room for mediocre yeah. uh, because the lessons that we learn are written in blood that's it, man. Hey, there is no everybody gets a trophy. And that, you know, in, in wartime, obviously, that is an amplified truth. Uh, just life in general, man. I mean, that is that's it. Life rewards, you know, Andy, uh, we had Andy Stump on um, a few weeks back, too. And he said, you know, life rewards results. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the metric. Did you get the result that you were after? And did you get that result that ended up being better than some than your competitors' results? I mean, did that that's it. It's not necessarily a linear thing of of step one, step two, and everybody's gonna get patted on the bottom and you're gonna get this trophy along the way. Your life's gonna re reward the results. I mean, that's it. And so you gotta buck up and and uh and get after with that. No, man, that's that's rad. And good on you. I'm you know, good on your uh good on your folks for for pouring in uh, pouring in on that as well. Um, I want to open up to questions for these young guys, but I got, I got one more thing that I want to ask too. So on the fasting side, how often are you, how often are you rocking your, your fasts? I'm actually on day 11 of my fast I right now. You were in one right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. From what I remember seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Day 11 right now. And, um, I haven't eaten still. Um, I'm going to go to lunch. Actually, I'm bringing my whole, my whole staff out. Um, I bring them out for company lunch usually once a week and uh, it's one of our girls birthdays today so we were actually I, I we were on our way out and I was and I got your message oh, like no hey way. that's so funny yeah <laughs> so I they they might have took taken off already I'll meet them there but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break my fast with them but yeah I do it yeah. a quarterly I'll do a 10-day fast nice. uh, just to kind of keep me in check and you know, cause mental toughness, discipline, all that shit is perishable, you know? Um, so you, you know, you have to, you have to check yourself, hold yourself accountable and stuff. And, um, it's a good way to, you know, one, promote my products to kind of help people and kind of be leading from the front and, um, you know, uh, interact with my following and, and supporters and stuff. And, 
And I like to do, you know, I'll do three to five day fasts occasionally, uh, every once in a while, just if I'm, if I'm, if I'm getting a little too lax, eating too much pizza or, yeah. or if I have, you know, an event coming up where I want to be extra shredded or something, you know, yeah. just to help. And, uh, so I, I do it quite, quite frequently. And, um, I, I do the green, my smashing greens and reds every day for breakfast and lunch. And then I have a clean, healthy dinner usually. Got it. Very cool. Very cool, man. Yeah, I always love to always love to dive down in the weeds. We got a bunch of my uh, Mark Bell. Are you familiar with the with the Bell brothers and uh, no. Mark and Chris Bell? Mark's a, a powerlifting powerlifting world record holder. They're the guys from uh, Bigger, Stronger, Faster. He's in the one meal a day right now and and kind of utilizing that and seeing how his body responds. I just appreciate people tinkering with it and seeing how how their body yeah, responds to that. Everybody, everybody's different. You know, yeah. I don't say my way is the only way yeah, or just at all. See how it goes. No, my, for me and I everybody has you know is different and they might like something better than this or that or whatever there's fucking hundred different diets out there and there's let's swear by them you know or sure this is the way whatever I don't this works for me if it works for you awesome cool awesome if it doesn't fucking that's cool too yeah yep that's about it right there I love it man I love it You have now taken the step to becoming a great leader of tomorrow. Join the Apogee program by visiting www.apogeestrong.com. For inquiries, contact us 916-728-0606 or email matt at apogeestrong.com. Thank you for listening to Essential 11, Shaping Leaders Among Leaders. Stay tuned for more episodes.